Hello, lovely people, and welcome back to the Distinct and Jovial podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Jerry. Hello. <laughs> I think that that just defines how we are tonight. So um, it is the 9th of June. It's quite early for us to record this podcast. Uh, Jerry's doing something very inconvenient. I'm going on holiday for <laughs> 16 weeks. Yeah, not if EasyJet has anything to say about that. <laughs> yeah, not if EasyJet does have anything to say exactly. about that. Um, so we're, we're recording this early, uh, the earlier than we normally record them. Uh, we, we made it a year. We made it a year of podcasts. Um, I've got written down this is our 13th episode, but technically we've done 13 episodes already because we did that bonus one. So it's 13 and a half, a bit like Harry Potter. <laughs> 13 and a half. Yeah, well, they somehow managed to make two films out of one book. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've got to squeeze the juice out of that orange, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it needs to be. Um, as normal, the, the uh, views that we express on this podcast are strictly our own, don't represent anybody that... Uh, that we work for or are friends with or whoever. Um, this is all our own opinions, um, just to make sure that we don't get fired, which would be quite nice. Uh, so, yeah, how are you feeling, Terry? I think your I think your Mrs. Doubtfire hello kind of <laughs> explains <laughs> it very Doubtfire. well. Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. Yeah, I, I'm I'm deliriously tired, um, exhausted to the point that uh, I literally just want to break down and cry. Um, so yeah. Fantastic, and that's my usual state. I feel great. <laughs> yeah, How are we're, you? At, we're at peak. We're at peak. Yeah, we're I, at peak. What? Yeah, we're at peak. It's it's a Thursday. We've done the majority of the of the week, <laughs> and uh, it's been a tough week for both of us. We both we both know that. I've had a couple of twelve hour days, and I know that you're struggling with some stuff. So we apologise if this is either nonsensical or just. Uh, the most brilliant podcast that we've ever done in the history of Known to Man. We never know. You never know. It could go either way. Um, with that in mind, we do plan to do a little bit of a shorter podcast uh, this month, uh, mainly because we are going to review all the stuff that we've done in the previous podcasts. Um, so the topics of conversations are not going to be new. They're not going to be distinct. <gasps> well, they will be distinct because that's too, but... <laughs> and based on the conversation we had before we started, this could go left field, whatever. Um, and that means that, yeah, it's going to likely be a little bit a shorter one. Uh, but I may stick in some outtakes from the, the year on the end, which Jerry is very much looking forward to. Love, love the outtakes. As <clears throat> you always used to get that situation, didn't you, when everyone used to just just film would finish and the credits would come up and then you'd just see like most of the cinema would just disappear. And then after about a minute, all of a sudden they start showing the outtakes. And I always had that sweet satisfaction of thinking, <laughs> I've seen the outtakes, you haven't. You left too early. So you're going to be queuing up at the car park whilst I'm watching outtakes. Oh, I do remember like going to the cinema and having to literally queue to get out of the car park when yeah. a film finished. Um, especially as the cinema where I grew up, um, the Swindon one, the car park... So as you go out of the car park, it's a no right turn, right hand turn. You're supposed to, it's like almost like a slip road into just a normal road. Um, 
and it's a no right hand turn and it's it's not even 100 meters to the roundabout that you're supposed to spin it around yeah. but the amount of people that still did that right hand turn and and all it took is for one you know and it's swindon so there are regularly police cars going around for anyone that knows the reputation of swindon <laughs> So the amount of times I would, you'd sit there and you'd just you'd suddenly see a couple of blue lights, be like, "Oh, someone was turning right." I don't know, right? But yeah, you used to queue for hours after the cinema. And you're just like, "I just want to go home." I think it's probably uh, the best way to summon the emergency services. Well, certainly the police, anyway, isn't it? Because if you're being attacked by a hammer, um, the police won't be there. But if you're being attacked by, if you say to your attacker, "Look, could, do you mind if we just get in the car?" Drive to the Swindon Cinema car park <laughs> and take a right. <laughs> They'll, They'll be, be there, there. Like, like that. They'll be there. It's like on the it's like a radar sense. In, interestingly, going back to outtakes, um, I mean that's probably developed you to be prepared for the Avengers films and stuff like that, or the MCU films where you wait till the bonus credit scenes. But the biggest respect for I had for a company was uh, things like uh, is it um, Pixar. That you know, Toy Story and things like that, where they would animate bloopers, yeah, just for the heck of it. Yeah, that's that's genius. I love that. That fair play to them. Spending additional time. Yeah, can you imagine? You just say, "Oh, by the way, you think you finished the film," and then somebody, one of the studio execs, comes and says, "Uh, "I want four minutes of outtakes." What? Yeah, my hand. I've got cramp. (laughs) My mouse hand got. Carpal tunnel syndrome, and now you want me to do outtakes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're all there. Like, uh, so Toy Story had uh, Toy Story and Monsters Inc. are probably the two that I can picture off the top of my head, <laughs> where you know where they they animated things. Funnily enough, they're the only two I can remember. Yeah, as well. I'm just trying to think of the other other Pixar films that might be. They may have stopped them sort of around Wally kind of era. Um. Really? They don't they haven't done them since. I can't can't think of any what any in Wally. Um okay. I'm trying to think of films after Wally by Pixar. You're, uh, you're just thinking Was about it actually t- is it Pixar? Might be. With the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, maybe I've got the I'm gonna be slewed if I <laughs> Right. Who, who I've got a thing in Toy Story. Is that pi- or is that yeah, Walt Disney picks their animation studios. Who fucked together? I do. You get really nervous about it. Well, I, I don't. I don't. It gives it gives my friends another opportunity to take <laughs> the absolute living out of me. Yeah, but that's uh, that's what they get. They that's where they derive their enjoyment. Dom, don't don't deprive yeah. them that. Uh, so I'm just. By the way, can I just say, whilst you're looking for that, every time you do your intro bit and you say, oh, by the way, you know, the views are our own. And it always reminds me of what, what they say in um, at the end of each film. When they say all characters and events in this show, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All yes. celebrity voices are impersonated. The following programme contains coarse language. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cetera, so I've just looked up what films have bloopers. So... Uh, Five films. One, no, so one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five films. Have a guess. The first one's Toy Story. Toy Story, Monsters Inc. Definitely. Yep. 
I'll give you a clue. One of them is <clears throat> is an is the is another is a sequel. Toy Story Two. <laughs> yes, but there aren't any in Toy Story Three or is there up to four now? Oh, I don't know. If it's anything like um, Fast and Furious, probably up to about yeah. fifteen. Yeah. Cars. So you've got. Uh, no. Uh, so one was released in two thousand and four, and one was ninety eight. Oh God! So which ones? Which films? And as soon as I saw the name of the ninety-eight one, I was like, "Yes, I do remember." Actually, ninety-eight. Don't know. Bugs Life. Oh right. Yeah, I do Love remember Bugs them Life. doing. Do remember them doing the Bugs Life one. The one I don't remember, two thousand and four. This because it's got more human-based people. So the other ones are toys and and animals and monsters, but this one is based on a on a family. Oh, um, <laughs> hmm. oh, I can hear the brain whirring. It's we're too tired. No, trust for this. me. There's there's no grease in the cogs, so they're, they're not even moving. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's screaming out. It's I don't know. Um, the Incredibles. The Incredibles. Now you know the one I was thinking of was the one where they um, they've got the family, but it, it goes into their brains, and they've got the oh, they've got the emotions as yes. characters. Yes. Uh, inside Out. Inside Out. That was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, Inside Out must be nearly 2015 release, I think. No, uh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. As recent as that? I thought it was quite an old film. Well, 2015 was seven years ago. <laughs> oh, I've got it bang on. It was 2015. Really? <laughs> and 2015 is seven years ago, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, this is getting depressing now when people say, oh, you know, like 20 years ago, and you think, uh, okay. But like 30 years ago was... You know, that's 90, 90s. 90s. 92. 92. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. <laughs> it's when you meet somebody and they go, and I saw this on a video, and they go, oh, when, when's your birthday? 2000 and. And he's like, 2000 and? That, that, that's, that's a compound sentence? <laughs> no, 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 hang on. Hang on. <laughs> compound sentence. <laughs> 2000 and? Yeah, well... When when people ask me when my birthday is, and I go nineteen seventy, and then you get the whoa seventy <laughs> whoa. It's, it's it's not. It's if you get ID'd now, you go up and you you hold out the ID and you go, yeah, you're fine. And you're like, how did you see that cl- that fast? I saw the one at the beginning. <laughs> you're just like, oh well, yeah, that's true. Isn't it? <laughs> I'll get my coat. Get it's me it's coat. like that meme where they they've got like you know is it Wheel of Fortune and you got to pull the thing down. And, it's, and it clicks through the thing, but they, mm. they grab it. So whenever I go onto a site and it says, you have to confirm your age, and I go <laughs> I have to go onto the years, I can just like, you guys keep scrolling, <laughs> yeah. keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Ah, 72, there you go. Ah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I I know that I've got to that stage now where it's, it's, no, <laughs> it's no longer on the first page. Like, oh, money yeah, no chance. Or, or when it's like, please, what, what age are you? And it's like between, you know, zero and 16, 16 and 24, 24 and, and, and like 35. You know, like, oh, I'm, I'm up another level, am I? 
<laughs> Whenever I've done those things, I've always fallen into the category of old. <laughs> Regardless. So even when I was in my 30s, you know, if I had to fill one of those things out, it was like, what are you? Are you, are you 10 to 16, 16 to 21, 21 to 29, or old? <laughs> and then when I'm in my 40s, it kind of stops at the year before my actual 39. age. And then yeah. it goes, yeah, 39, old. Yeah, it's like, quick, Jeremy's coming, let's get him. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm 49, so it'll say uh, 48. Why yeah. are you stopping at 48? And then old. Yeah. Damn, old. damn you. Yeah. Right. And I, I can hear my, uh, it's because it's my um, it's my dad's birthday next week, and he, he's 60 next week. Uh, so yeah, I can hear my mum and my dad being like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he's a spring chicken. A spring chicken. He is. I don't think that's the phrase that he would use. <laughs> Trust me. He would, he's a he's a succulent tender piece of chicken. <laughs> I'm just not sure the phrase my mum would use. <laughs> There's meat on those bones. He's a young lad. <laughs> he certainly thinks he is. He is. He's I'm saying that for, from the point of view of someone who's only 11 years younger than him. <laughs> yes, true. Right? There up. you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I assume that your daughter takes as much out of you as <laughs> oh yeah she loves it she loves taking the piss out of me fair play fair play ah uh, you people do it um so as we said we we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna review kind of what we've done over the last year in terms of stuff so um there won't be any poignant questions because there are 120 poignant questions that we've done over the <laughs> last year Bloody and hell. i thought that would probably take a little bit long for us to go through um Oh, it's a little bit less, actually, because there isn't quite 12 for some of these, because sometimes we didn't do a conspiracy theory. Sometimes we only did five um, poignant questions, like our Q&A special, and last time we did a lot more topical stuff. So, yeah. But, yeah, no poignant questions, but we'll, we'll, do, we'll do all the other ones. So, the best of the food of the month, uh, and I'm just going to read out what, what, we, what we've done over the year. Uh, what is our go-to meal deal? Which we had an excellent conversation over uh, dysentery and, <laughs> and medieval times during our go-to meal yeah, deal. Yeah, medieval meal deal. Uh, our go-to McDonald's breakfast, uh, go-to pizza topping, Nando's order, and then we did a baked goods tiered list, which is what we did with um, Laura when she was the guest. Uh, our go-to Subway sandwich, a Christmas food tier list, uh, best romantic or fancy meal um, and then in March we, we had um, Adam on and we did all the previous ones with Adam so um, we went through that then we did a snack wars and then we did what our alcoholic beverage is <laughs> which Snowball. having just having <laughs> having yesterday posted the clip <laughs> from our previous podcast which goes beverage wars <laughs> Beverage from Jerry, works. which I deliberately made sure that that was most of the clip. Beverage wars. So those are the ones that we've done. Which I suppose the question for me, for us both, is probably which one do we think was our favourite, and any kind of memorable bits from 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 it. I'm always going to have a soft spot for for the medieval meal deal. <laughs> meal deal from medieval times. Yeah, which just that- came out of nowhere. Well, that was the one where I was very, not concerned about our podcast, but I did wonder about the where the, which direction the podcast would go in future because it was so left field. I was like, what? 
Where did that come from? Yeah, because you you go in you go into the what the what, what was the fourteen hundreds equivalent of Tesco's? <laughs> probably was Tesco's. I'm probably, <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, whatever. Turkey leg. <laughs> Some mead. No, I and, thought it and was a raw the, potato. Yeah, raw potato. Yeah, no, I'll just, I'll just get Turn a cut. Let me just pull out from that puddle that's outside. <laughs> yeah, puddle water. Puddle yeah, water. I remember the puddle water. God, that takes me back. So yeah, I'll always have a soft spot for for the first one. Um, the pizza topping one was hilarious because just because I'm so anti pineapple <laughs> on the pizza. Yeah. Um, and and also okay. Yeah, no, go on. No, so our guest that we've got, that like, I've got lined up for us in a couple of months' time, uh, spoilers alert, he owns a t-shirt that says, uh, part of the pineapple on pizza club. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening to this, we're going to have to unpack that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really nicely designed t-shirt. It's just a shame it I'm says sure it pineapple on pizza club. I'm sure it is. I don't doubt uh, that. Yeah. What's your favourite one? I list? I find the the McDonald's one for me just brings <laughs> a, it, because it was such a it for a good number of podcasts it was such a uh, almost like a you know a, a metal thread through a couple of the things because it was like right I need a way to annoy Jerry so Jerry shall we get a burger at nine o'clock in the morning yeah <laughs> from McDonald's it oh kept, wait they don't do it it kept giving didn't it it yeah. kept giving. Gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so definitely, that would definitely, <clears throat> yeah, in I terms agree. of like rantathon, that that was a that was a really good one. Um, and I, the snack wars, I think was was good from a from a video perspective. Um, even though I yes. ate some very questionable food, <laughs> <laughs> that including the Twinkie, which you're gonna have nightmares about that. Uh, yeah, I've got mild PTSD. There's no other way to do it. As well as something that's one molecule away from plastic coursing through your through your system. What, one molecule? I don't know about one molecule. Pretty much. <laughs> it's one it, molecule, the, the best, the best way The best way to describe a Twinkie is um, it's, <laughs> it's fake cream covered in plastic made moist. Yeah. That's so, the best way to do it. You're safe for eating rat poison. <laughs> Actually, that's that's a bit harsh. That's harsh on the rat poison. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> I don't rat, know about anything else. Rat, you know, if you put Twinkie down for rats, it's that bad. Rats will think, "Oh, I'm not touching that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah, they've Stick taken the it rat- too far now. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be as you shove the rat poison inside the Twinkie. They'll come along and be like, "Just give me the poison, yeah, just, <laughs> just off me now." I haven't got. Just let me unalive myself. If you're gonna, all you've got is Twinkies. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh wait, there's the wrapper. I'll have the wrapper instead. Let me choke on that. We've learned, which is probably more. The wrapper's probably more organic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Which it would be an. It would be an. You know those experiments they do where they they stick. You know they go. This won't dissolve 
for like 40,000 years. I wonder if you could get the, the, the plastic wrapping, the cardboard box, and the Twinkie, and which one would decompose first? Oh, look, 40,000 years, the plastic wrapping's there. Twinkie, still fairly edible. <laughs> well, in, in a sense of it never was edible, but it's... So it's in exactly the same state. It's, it's in the same state. Nice. It's in the same state, so... Um, yeah, those are I think are the ones that we that that, that I definitely enjoyed. But they they were all good. I think we we did we've done ourselves kind of well for this. And f- the food one, the guest that we've got coming on, um, he's a big foodie. You know, he runs a foodie Instagram, so we're gonna come up with some real big food stuff for that one, uh, which I'm looking forward to. And I, both me and Jerry are pretty big foodies. And I need to ask him. Um, in fact, here's a bit of research for, for uh, a bit of homework for him pre pre our podcast to look up side surf. Is it side surf or cider surf cakes? Um, and it's this, okay. this, this, honestly, this this lady makes cakes that I've never seen anything like it. You literally cannot tell the difference. So she'll have you know four apples. One of them will be a cake apple, but you will never be able to tell the difference. And she does all these little mini videos, and then all of a sudden she comes along and she cuts the apple cake. Um, oh, do you mean like, is it cake it, real or cake? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's the yes. one. Yeah, yeah, real or cake? And there's there's a there's a there's a show on Netflix that that has all of has that. But side, I think. Oh, here we go. Side surf. Side surf. Her name is Sat- Natalie Sides. I, I'm probably pronouncing it completely wrong. It's probably like cider ah. surf or. Oh, I see. Ah, uh, yeah. Appointment only. Bakery known for creating extreme fine art cakes and cookies. Oh, is it going to be some real fancy where they like you get like a piece of chocolate and they like carve it into like the Millennium Falcon or something like that? No, Which... no. Look, look, I tell you what. If you if you go to Google, oh. if you go to Google Images, she she made a cake of her own head and then took a yeah. slice out of it. And you literally, if she hadn't taken a slice out of her head. You wouldn't know which is real, yeah. which is the cake. The, the first one, the the first one that's on the thing is uh, is the sardine can. That uh, where is like is it a sardine can or is it a cake? Well, it's coming up with something different on yours. So if I put side surf, hang about. What did you search on? Side surf cake. Yeah. Oh, the turtle is amazing. So yeah, yeah have you seen mean, the onion? <laughs> the onion yeah. has layers. Cakes have layers. Onions have layers. <laughs> it's honestly, she is beyond That's talented. Bad. And yeah, if you even if you just gave me a pen, I wouldn't even be able to create that. Yeah, I know it's insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, here we go. There's a sardine. Yeah, she's yeah. done a gherkin, which just looks like a gherkin. That onion, the onion is incredible. That is... Oh. Some baby Yoda. <laughs> that'll be that'll be the challenge that Laura set us when, when she set us our baking one. She'd be like, right, make a cake that's like that's some kind of realistic. And I'll be like, on your bike. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here you go. What's that? Looks Just looks like a cake. Yeah. 
That, that was an achievement. I made a cake that looks like a cake. <laughs> no, it'd be a case of I, I made something. Oh, it looks like it. It doesn't. It looks like a mess. I was like, that's because it is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> is it cake or is it a mess? It's both. <laughs> it's like a cake version of eaten mess. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly what you want. Uh, you just so, call yeah. it Yeovil mess. Yeah, we will. Um, I will say to our listeners, it's not. <laughs> running out of uh food items but if there are other things that you can think of um i've probably got about i think i've got about 10 at the moment written down so we've got loads of others that we can kind of do with people um i know that our guest will come up with quite a few things in his like foodie knowledge um but if there are any others that people want to to hear us discuss and give our opinions about and uh potentially uh be sued by a large corporate uh, company, uh, then feel free to make suggestions. Hey, that's what we're here for. <laughs> we're here to put our necks on the line. Next bit, then. So we had the best conspiracy theory. Um, yeah, we've had some corkers. We've had some corkers. So we had um, uh, opinions on the theory that Keanu Reeves is immortal. Uh, opinions on the theory that Avril Lavigne is dead and is being portrayed by her sister. Uh, opinions on the theory that we eventually reach a level six civilization i wrote remember writing that down and went i forgot we did that one (laughs) yeah Um, i forgot about that i said we wouldn't even reach (laughs) 0.00001 not with all the mess that's going on in the world at the moment yeah i think well do you think that like so sort of semi-serious question do you think that we are the world is worse off than where we were a year ago when we started oh for shizzle we're we're going backwards. We have done. I would say last twenty two years we we have gone backwards. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, honestly, I'm not even kidding. Look, so this goes back to a conversation that we had with a certain person that we that we're friends with that we also work with, mm. and yeah. I and I said in the chat, you tell me. So if you think about oh the yes last, yes I, yeah, I remember that yeah, conversation yeah, you yes, know, with last hundred years you know all of the things that that we've achieved as as a um, as a race over the last mm. 100 years well so, so, okay so let's take it from 1900 to the year 2000 and then you look at it from the year 2000 to today and literally all that anyone could come up with is oh, well we've got the internet and social media and that's it and, and i and, think social media is a step backwards yeah and that is absolutely a step backwards it's done more way more harm than good so we've literally regressed we haven't done anything of note in the last 22 years or at least like oh, <laughs> i think in terms of i think to to in terms of like our technology and our term in terms of um like us as a as a species i don't think we've progressed at all i, I agree i think the the, the two place that or the one main place that i think we have made progress is at least recognizing that we are screwing ourselves up you know mental health is definitely you know if you go back 20 years for me like mental health and things like that we it just was ignored and i think that's why it's probably perceived as worse now because we at least are open and honest whereas 22 years we hid it hid it ago but social media um the general state of like the current war in ukraine coronavirus all these types of things they definitely have like caused us as a species to regress and i know that i personally as a human being now i don't know whether that's because i'm getting old 
but I'm not, you know, when you actually think about it, I'm not that old, or whether it's just because this world is so much more exhausting than it was five years ago, especially. It's gone to shit in a shit basket. We're in a world today now where if you phone, if you phone an ambulance, it, it's going to take hours to reach you. You, yeah, yeah. you phone any any company to try and get through to a call center. If you're lucky enough that they still advertise their phone number, and you you phone the call center, you'll you'll be on that waiting on hold for like an hour and a half um, because they won't have any staff. Um, there was a point not so long ago you couldn't even buy any bog roll. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, I wonder I, what all the all those people who stockpiled bog roll. How you doing? How are you doing? Do you, do you sit on a throne made of this bog roll? Because some of you bought, like, literally hundreds of rolls. I hope they got splinters. Uh, <laughs> and I don't... <laughs> splinters? Yeah, splinters. <laughs> From the book. I've got a fact about that, actually. Did you know? I'm reading a book about the green, the history of the Green Bay Packers, and there was a company yeah. that set up in Green Bay, and it was 1897 or 1896, something. They, were, uh-huh. they It was a paper mill that also manufactured... Um, Toilet roll. <laughs> they they released at that time the first. It was guaranteed splinter-proof toilet paper, and I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, dude, that's. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I mean, don't imagine it. Don't dwell on it. You will no, wake up in a cold it. sweat. It's wor- yeah, I've already done. It. I've already said that. I was thinking that <laughs> before the podcast. I've already woken up in a cold sweat this week. I do not need that. Um, and this is where the French are just laughing at us, going, ha, 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 we just use water. <laughs> Do you know, they've got the right idea. They have, really. <laughs> it's the second best invention from the French, wine and bidets. <laughs> I tell you, do you know, I am a real Francophile. I, I love France. I, I just, oh, okay. and yeah, I do. And I, and I love, I love the French attitude. I, I just <laughs> love, you, you know, the the French have they, they've got it sorted. I'm sorry, but they've got it sorted. <laughs> with the, with yeah. the mugs, they've got it yeah. sorted. Mm. I only have one rule with the French: as long as we stuff them in the rugby, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> they've got a damn good rugby team. They do. They did well this year in the Six Nations. They've got um, a damn good football team as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, they've got good individual players in France. <clears throat> France is underrated. So I like I love rap music. I I really do like my rap and hip hop. Mm. French rap, French hip hop is amazing. Oh my! Yeah, I'd imagine it God. would be quite impressive. It's next level, mm. but no one knows about it. And I'm yeah. not talking about just like your your mainstream stuff like MC Solar. I'm talking, you know, we, they've got some incredible French rap. Yeah. Um, if you go to if you go to French supermarkets, their manga section, for example, all the stuff that you can't buy here. Oh yeah, definitely. They're so big on their comics and their manga. Yeah. It's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and and I suppose it is quite a nice attitude that the French have is that that we will stick it in our language. You know, yes. quite a lot of the they're other so European proud. countries kind of embrace, but they're really proud of their yeah. thing, which is good. You know, you should be. I, yeah. I, I don't. You know, I become very. Uh, what's the phrase? Um, humbled slash like I've got so much respect for any Ukrainian. Oh yeah, they're so. so proud of their country, and 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 they should be, and um, what their country is currently going through and what they're doing. But yeah, it's it's yeah, and it, it's interesting. I always, I mean, there'll always be exceptions, but you always, I perhaps maybe 
when you look at the French and Ukrainians, they are proud without being arrogant. Whereas some of the British people that are proud of their British heritage, you just think, oh dear God. Well, Brit- British and American, yeah. You, you, there's there's yeah. nothing wrong with being patriotic. Of course not. Um, but I think that there is a, a fine line between being staunchly patriotic you know and i and i am and i and i'm um you know if someone says to me you know who who's the person that you'd want to to have dinner with if you if you could pick any historic you know character from history not character but any person from history mm. you know it would be churchill i would i'd, I'd oh, okay. spend an evening just talking to churchill cuz i'd be fascinated to hear what he has to say what you know what he what he actually managed to do in spite of what he faced, which is incredible. Yeah. Well, I've read, I've read so many war books, and and um, yeah, well, what what he managed to achieve was was just monumental, really. Mm. Yeah, no, I I I, I can't it's, disagree. I yeah. um, and to be honest, anything is better than the spineless people that we've currently got in Parliament. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but I said I wouldn't talk about politics. No, no. <laughs> Step away. Um, Step away. Yeah. So I mean that that opinion on that theory, the civilization six. Are we going to reach it? No, no chance. Uh, then we had the Pixar film universe, Pixar theory universe. Yeah, um, that was the deep. Mandela effect, which I forgotten that we did the Mandela effect. But yeah. Laura came up with an absolute corker, which reignited my re love for the Matrix. So thank you, yeah, uh, thank you, Laura, for that one. Um, the Valentine's Day um, origins and is it made up for mar- marketing? I love that you've just put some notes here that just say, yep. Yep. Then <laughs> uh, Adam bought the spurious correlations, <laughs> which was <laughs> the number of people that have died falling off a ladder is correlates to the number of people who have died while cycling on a bicycle and hit a stationary object. Coincidence, you think not. And then uh, the last one was your favorite person ever jerry um is elon musk an alien just trying to get home which by the way the more i read the more the so like i'll be honest when when i you know if we go back like four or five years ago when he started tesla i was quite impressed with what he'd done i was as well some of his business exploits yeah but now when you i just think what is he doing (laughs) what's wrong with the man like if if a non-rich person like somebody who wasn't rich and powerful acted the way that he did, they would be in a room, a padded room with no windows. I agree. There's there's no other way around that at all. So, um, yeah. Oh God. He's living in his own world. <laughs> he's yeah. No, I can't. I've got to try and keep my blood pressure down. Gonna keep my doctor's pressure, gonna man. come. Your your doctor's gonna be the one that's gonna tell you you're not allowed to do your podcast anymore because it creates yeah. your blood well, pressure too much. If you're gonna do it, just don't talk about Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. Or McDonald's. Or McDonald's. <laughs> or or level six civilizations. <laughs> we just we just so, need to put the world to rights, Jerry. We that's do. all we need to do. Or pineapple. Pineapple pineapple is okay. Pizza is yeah. is brilliant. <clears throat> Combined not so much not so much no, fruit and food that was your that was your fruit and food yeah that's yeah. my pet no, hate I, yeah uh, raisins in a curry was always the one that got is there raisins in my curry <sighs> like I'm starting to get feel that prickly heat yeah the best the best conspiracy theory I think 
to be honest, we didn't do. We did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We did eight over the over the kind of year. We have. We didn't really have a bad one. Let's be honest. No, we didn't. No, I think the one, the only one that I struggled with was the Avril Levine. <laughs> I didn't yeah. have too many. I I didn't really know what to say or contribute to that. The 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 Pixar films one. I was just in awe of what you know. You you covered that. That was fantastic. I think the one that blew my mind away was the the, the Mandela effect. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're big, big, big fans of the Matrix and 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 how like this virtual reality and that Mandela effect kind of put into light like oh yeah when you think about this it's actually thoughts from another universe yeah, that you're thinking that's... and it was like and it's like oh my god Laura what what have you done to my brain i like it genuinely hurts yeah that's incredible um and that was also i think oh no was it it was the week before or the month before sorry week before the month before we also had the Q&A special um where uh, Evgeny came up with uh, the metaverse oh, question as well yes. which was all which you can also link so we've discussed this quite a bit about are we in some kind of metaverse ready player one slash the matrix type thing at the moment um so yeah it's like, although if you want to sort of correlate that back to you know are we are we anywhere near a level six civilization <laughs> or, or heading that way we're, we're, i would say we're probably in a commodore 64 <laughs> 64 <laughs> bit kind of game and some hand-fisted fool is trying to type this in. <laughs> you made a typo on line 12. God damn it. Syntax error. <laughs> line 380. Ah. Damn you. Oh, yeah. damn my... yes. I need to clean the cassette tape head. <laughs> how do you do... I'd like, so I've never seen one. So how do you do that? So you, you have... Um... Oh, God. I had this... Um... It was... It was weird. So... The cassette tape cleaner was looked exactly like a cassette tape. Mm. It was exactly the same, but it was, instead of having cassette spool, it had like this furry bit on the <laughs> bottom, which you used to used to get cassette head cleaner, which is like an alcohol mm. that you used to drip onto the this furry bit. You used to put the tape in and just press play. Oh, okay, so and you just like spin through and yeah, it it's was like just, having a brush on the yeah yeah exactly. I know what a cassette is. I fortunately was just I was around just for cassettes and uh, I won't say videos, but what's the sh- what's the shorthand? VHS. Yeah, VHS and Betamax. Yeah. No, I don't know Betamax. Oh, okay. Betamax is I'm after Betamax. Um, yeah, VHS, DVD, streaming, Laserdisc. Laserdisc. Yeah, and then I was and then digital songs. audio tape. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, digital. So. At the same time that you had CDs, they were like, "Oh, let's throw something else into the mix," because they always did that. So you had VHS, it's like, "Oh, what about Betamax?" You had CDs, but then you had digital audio tapes, which was basically like digital shiny tape in a little cassette. Okay, so it was like so. Obviously, the way that 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 CDs work is it's it's literally it re- just yeah so binary, instead of you know, yeah. dots and ones yeah you had dots and ones on tape instead of dots and ones on the oh, disc interesting yeah and some and you could I remember at that time you could and it cost a bloody fortune you could get DAT yeah. tape players for uh, for the car yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> just trying to think what did I have a tape player in my first car oh I did 
In fact, that's all I had in my first car. I think I had... I don't think... I think I had a... Actually, my first car was Italian. My first car was a Fiat Punto. Uh, So I don't think it had anything in the middle because it was Italian and nothing worked. Yeah, that's about right. Um, And I went went through... I went through (laughs) two engines... (laughs) there you go (laughs) did it have wheels it did have wheels do you know actually that Fiat Punto right was were they square no so Mark 2 Fiat Punto uh, so it was not quite the really square one it was just they just round it I think it was a Mark Mark 2 Mark I'm going to google that now oh was it it might have been no it might have been a Mark no it was it was a Mark 1 I had a Mark One Punto. <clears throat> um, and oh God, I'm going to tell some stories that my mum is going to absolutely cringe. But hey ho. Um, so it was it was brilliant because I had it was a 1.2 petrol, so it, tiny little engine. No no such things as turbos from those days. It was a <laughs> it was a V reg, V nine six two FMW. That. Yeah, so I had a, I had a, 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 a yeah, um, yeah. What colour was it? It was brilliant. Uh, it was blue, and the seats, the seats were magenta. Oh, <laughs> dumb, dumb. That's bad. That was the best bit. The seats were magenta, and you know, you know when a car gets really, hot, an old car gets really hot, and you've got that like plasticky <laughs> smell, right? Yeah. That oh. was permanent. Doesn't matter what the weather was. That was just permanent. Oh. But it was it was absolutely fantastic because you could go. F- you could. It's so. It was so slow that you could go flat out, and you'd only be doing about sixty miles an hour, <laughs> which meant I just went flat out everywhere around. Like because it, it just didn't go fast enough to ever be dangerous. <laughs> I mean, if I did crash it, I would have instantly been killed because it it would I. I, I, you could lean on it and it would crumple, but um, yeah, it was it was it was a great little car and used to just and it, the engine revved to nine thousand or the red line was at eight and a half, which for an engine is is a lot, which is probably why it blew up because I used to just you know you'd rev the knackers off it, um, you get through it, but yeah, I did go through a couple of engines. There's something on here, it's Fiat Punto, and it says Ian Royal reviews a used Enreg Fiat Punto, which has a one point one liter engine and a very low fifty five. 55 brake horsepower yeah yeah i think i had the 1.2 so i've got i had 64 <laughs> 64 horsepower that's shocking 64. yeah you can only buy them for scrap now for parts yeah you can't yeah you can't buy them that would actually that's run that's shocking it's not a good looking car is it dom no, uh, no, not in... The blue was a nice colour, but it was a shocking looking car. The magenta seats, that really sold it. I had it for I had it for nine months. And then my mum told me to get rid of it because um, <laughs> the, the, the dripping oil from the... Uh, I got the car just as she got block paving on the drive. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's my car was dripping it. oil. And I, she just used to come out, your car's dripping oil on my drive again. <laughs> no, you know, that's what your mum said to you. I think I know the real reason. <laughs> I think she's embarrassed. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't think she can uh, take no, the shame. No, right. No, actually, I'm, she can't be. So the, my, the car that my mum currently drives, my mum currently drives a Skoda Citigo. So Citigo. it's even smaller than... It's, it's a tiny little car. Skoda. Uh, 
<laughs> City go. Oh, here we go. So it's a tiny little car. It's like the uh, same as the Vol. It's the same as the Volkswagen. It's a cute up. little car. Yeah, it's a cute little car. My mum has it in bright yellow. Whoa. <laughs> um, and she has the number plate, and I'm not going to reveal the whole number plate of my mum's car, but it ends L-U-V. So my mum has a uh, a bright yellow Citigo with the personalised registration plate of love. I like so it. if my mum tells me that she wanted me to get rid of the Fiat Punto because she's embarrassed, she needs to get out. Because <laughs> me and my sister and my dad have had to forcibly stop her from buying eyelashes for her car. <laughs> I said she should do it. Definitely. Not to encourage so my mother to do that. to get for Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> has she got the oh. like racing stripes on the bonnet? You can get two black no, racing stripes. It, oh. No, it is just pure yellow. <laughs> but she's she's a hooligan because she'll go, I'm going to have him. Oh, sat a pair of lights. like, mum, he's driving uh, like a Range Rover. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have him though. <laughs> and and it, do you know what? It's interesting because it really annoys people to see this 60-year-old woman in a bright yellow city go be like, you know, lights turn green and suddenly this little city goes and goes, and just shoots off before everyone else and you can see them all go what happened what the hell she just did a fast and furious on me <laughs> yeah he wasn't racing you he did he looked at me <laughs> he revved just a little bit too much yeah he was asking for it but the stupid thing is it doesn't matter what it is she's beaten everything <laughs> she does she's like yeah I'm gonna have them I'm gonna have them all <laughs> she Mother, you're a hooligan. Love it. I love the fact that I'm just having a look at the boot space. So you'd be hard-pressed to fit the sandwich in there. You couldn't fit a club sandwich. (laughs) It's very small. It's very small. (laughs) But the passenger space is actually... I I can sit behind uh, my mum when she's driving. Now, my mum's not... She's five foot six, so she's not massively tall but she's not short so uh and i am i am this ridiculous gangly giraffe as you are well aware jerry um uh i've got a few i'm meeting a few i met somebody for the first time since i hired them six months ago <laughs> the first thing they said was fucking hell you're taller than i thought you were gonna be <laughs> do you know I, I i would turn that around the other way I'm, I'm shorter than i thought thought i was actually i do think that way I do think that way. I don't think, oh, you're, you're taller than... I always think, oh, actually, I'm shorter than... <laughs> <laughs> than I expected. Than I thought. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm just a gangly giraffe. <laughs> yes, yeah. But the the passenger space is, is pretty good, in it? Not really an advertise, advert for, this, the, for the car, but, um, well, I can't complain. It's, what? <laughs> it's a 14 plate. So what's that? Eight years old. And I don't think it even has 30,000 miles on it. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's how little my mother drives. <laughs> yeah, my dad, my dad, for example, he's obsessed with constantly having the, the his tires pumped up, but he only does like thirty-seven miles a year in his car. <laughs> um, and his car, I think his car's like forty years old, and it's done a total of like three and a half thousand miles, and he's just <laughs> obsessed with keeping the tires pumped up. And just think, yeah, you don't do enough mileage. But he's just got this thing about I need to pump up. I needed to pump up the tires. Yeah, okay, dad. Yeah, my my dad has a my dad's car uh, is a is a 
I think it's either a 16 or an 18 plate. It's two. It's either two or four years newer. It's got 130,000 miles on it. Yeah, there you That's go. That's the difference. That's the difference. Tires on that need pumping. Tires on pumping. Well, my dad just needs a new car, if I'm totally honest. It's, that one's been broken for... He's got no air conditioning. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's the. What does he do when it's really hot? Does he Ace Ventura it? Does he does he stick <laughs> half his head out the window? And... Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It, that 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 you know why I drive when I'm with my parents. <laughs> it's like, do I want to be in the back of my mum's car where she drives like an absolute hooligan, or do I want to drive? Or do I'm, my dad's car with no air conditioning, or do I drive? <laughs> if you're gonna pass out. Due to due to dodgy driving, yeah. At least you want to do it in 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 a car that's got air conditioning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, sorry, just a bit quick caveat. I'm not saying that uh, that anyone's a dodgy driver here, uh, <laughs> and these views are all my own, apart from that one. I was coerced to say it <laughs> by somebody, and I'm not willing to reveal their name. Don't see me. <laughs> oh, that was well off piece. Um, it so, was. Yeah, <laughs> the conspiracy theory I mean the Mandela effect I think is brilliant yeah and I did love the spurious correlations that was very funny I did like that so random um, I couldn't believe how how weird some of that data was it was odd <laughs> oh dear uh next bit then so out of the three things that we've kind of do that aren't poignant questions although i have thought of my favorite uh topical well not topical like bonus things that we did that i just remembered that we did um which we'll t- i'll talk about in a minute um best of improving our health uh i don't think i've ever failed so miserably <laughs> <laughs> i think I mean, we'll go through these, but I th- and I think it'll be it'll be interesting to to hear how we did. I mean, we got the drink two liters of water every day. Yeah, I do that uh, now. We- I do do that now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, Laura was the one that coined the phrase. I have the constitution of a jellyfish. I mean, if I have less than three liters of water a day, I kind of shrivel up and die. Um, I'm not going to reveal the rest of the statement that she then says. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one will be offline <laughs> and off piece. It'll be off piece, definitely. Um, read ten pages of a book. Yep, definitely. Uh, I've done something in different recently, actually, which we can talk about. Uh, meditation, uh, four days a week exercise, the cooking challenges, um, which no, Laura, we are not going to do cake or not, um, because ours will be very clearly not cake and not something else. It just be <laughs> less. Uh, process rather than output goals. Um, New Year's resolutions, we had a discussion about New Year's resolutions. Uh, the Just One Thing, um, the selfless act that uh, Adam set us, and learning a language, uh, learning Ukrainian on uh, Duolingo, uh, or our choice of learning app. There are others, but the, ours happened to be Duolingo. Um, so um, the 10 pages of the book, which I'll just kind of jump straight into that. So I, I have... <laughs> I've found that I don't have the ability to read very well. So I'm buying my books twice. And you're going to laugh at this. And everyone is going to laugh at this. And it's the best thing I've ever done. So uh, the book I'm currently reading, I own it in audiobook and I own it as a book book. And if I want to read the book book, I will put the audiobook and I will listen to the audiobook while reading it. 
So it's almost like I'm having someone tell it to me and I'm vis- and I'm reading it as well. So I'm fo- it's like follow along. <laughs> now I don't know whether that makes me sound like I'm like six years old. <laughs> That's like watching a film in English with English subtitles. Yes. Which I do as well, by the way. I like so I have <clears throat> subtitles on quite frequently. Do you, really? <laughs> do you really? We so this is why is this news to me? I didn't know this. Okay. So the I mean the book one, uh, the book I'm reading at the moment um, is called uh, I want to say it's called Persuasion. Yeah, but it's kind of like a dumbed down is the wrong term it's actually quite academic it's a, it's a, it's an almost like an academic journal to a certain extent kind of put into like readable form so it's not quite as things but there are a couple of times we've like oh my god it's a bit dry um and i found that i really want to absorb the information like some of the stuff that they come out on like the psychology behind persuasion and things like that um and a really good friend of mine um kasha who um she is she's in the category of what i would label as one of the most perfect humans in the world was um, she the one with like 15 PhD yeah, doctorates exactly. and yeah she can speak 48 languages and <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay yeah and she's like she encourages you to be kind to yourself and she's she's just she's just a wonderful lovely human being um but yeah, so she bought me that book and then I bought the audio book because I really wanted to read the book and absorb it. And I found that if I'm just listening to it on the audio, there's a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I can't quite visualize that because it would be like, please refer to the PDF on like in the in, in that's attached to this audio book here. Whereas I've got the actual book in front of me. I can then see the graphs that they're referring to when they talk about this stuff wow, and I can okay. do that. But then also when I'm reading it along with somebody speaking to it, it's like a dual sensory thing. Um, so it really works. I haven't done that with like uh, fictional books. Fictional books I, I enjoy just as audio books and I'm very happy to have them just as audio books for the car. But I started out, and I don't do it every night. Uh, I do it kind of normally. I do it at the weekends for like half an hour, um, or a Friday uh, or something like that. I'll just sit and I'll be like, <laughs> I want to read this book and play this audio book. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then subtitles on movies. So, I, the first time I watch a movie, I watch it without subtitles. But usually, if it's if I've got a movie on in the background. Uh, so quite often I'll put on like I don't know Lord of the Rings or The Gladiator or uh, what else have I recently what else do I really enjoy watching Scott Pilgrim versus the world those versus the world those types of films um, I'll have the subtitles on because sometimes you can read on the subtitles something that's you've missed in the background that that's happening ah, yeah uh, all right because okay, they'll, they'll put the subtitles for everything that happens okay um and if I'm if it's in the background and I'm wandering around and I you know if I'm just kind of you know I'm sat at the other side of the room or I'm in the kitchen, um, which for those that don't know my I just have a room which has got everything in. Um, sometimes I'll be you know I don't know cutting up vegetables and I'll look up at the thing and I can read the subtitles even if sometimes the sound doesn't quite permeate me cutting something on the on the chopping board. Got it. Okay, so. Yeah, I knew there'd be a logic there somewhere. 
Yeah. So, I'm genuinely a very logical person, you are. if a little bit simple. You know, well, no, I, you're very, you are super logical. So I'm thinking, okay, there's got to, I'm intrigued. There's got to be a reason why you watch a film in English with English subtitles. And, mm. and now I understand. Yeah. Thank you. I feel yeah. enlightened. Yeah. So, and interesting fact for you. If you've got children that are learning to read, putting the subtitles on on a film... It increases their ability to to learn to read and the speed at which they learn to read exponentially. Um, I'm not sure you could use it with your daughter, considering that she's what 18. I'm pretty sure she'd be a bit miffed if you told her. This is why I'm putting the subtitles on for you. I'll still try it. She'll still shout at me. <laughs> what are you doing, Dad? You're so embarrassing. What are you doing? Yes. Yeah, because everything yeah. I do is embarrassing. Everything. Yes. Or cringe. Or cringe, yeah, that's real cringe, isn't it? But but I'm just humming. Yeah, that's really embarrassing. Okay. What, what was the one that what was the one that she Oh it was waistcoats. Yeah, yeah, she, she <laughs> Yeah, no please yeah, she said I oh, don't ever wear a waistcoat <laughs> when we're out together. Ever. I got these um I got these sunglasses. They're they're not really sunglasses, they're well they're kind of they're glasses, but they've got blue lenses in there. Oliver, Oliver Peoples' glasses with this blue lens in it. And, and mm. Rachel said to me, and I wore them once, and she said, don't ever. She didn't even say, ask nicely. She just said in a really quite a threatening. <laughs> it wasn't even passive aggressive. It was just full on aggressive. You know? <laughs> full don't aggressive. ever wear those out <laughs> with me again. Like, uh, okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I haven't worn them since. Thanks for that, Rachel. <laughs> really appreciate your support and understanding. Thank you. Really cut you deep there. Well, she she does get right to the heart of the matter. <laughs> At least she's honest. Hey, you know where you stand. Fair play to her. I was going to ask: is it is it a silly question to ask which side your your wife is? Whose side your wife is on? <laughs> Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. It's just, a, yeah. it's just a given. Um, I so I suppose which one was your, which was your favourite out of the improving your health, and which one do you think probably has the most benefit? So my favourite is reading the ten pages of a book because that was the easiest one for me, and I'd <laughs> I'd read about fifty pages a night, um, and I, I do get the most from that but it was also the least challenging. Um, mm. The the one that I actually got most from was the the process goals rather than output goals. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Where Because, you know, at that point, if you look back, we were like, read 10 pages of a book, drink two litres of water, whereas what it should be is... As a process, I'm going to read a book. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It doesn't matter whether I read a sentence or whether I read 3,000 pages. Yeah. Read a book. Just read a book. It, yeah. it just, uh, it's so, it's such a game changer because it takes all the pressure off. And because of that, it becomes so much more sustainable. So you're, you're much more likely to ingrain a long-term repeatable pattern, a habit. Yeah based on on the process process goal rather mm. than a than an output goal yeah it's genius mm. love it, it was, yeah. yeah yeah and i think while we've probably you know if i look back the two liters of water you know i failed on the 10 pages of the book 
Um, I've tried meditation like a few times this year and I just, it's not for me. I have as well. Um, you have to, you really do have to be in the right state of yeah. mind and it's difficult. It, it's actually a lot more difficult. It it's more difficult than people think. I, I, yeah. I think it takes a lot of practice. I have t- two problems I have with the me- I had with the meditation. One, if I'm in the wrong mindset, which at the moment in the world that we currently are in and, and the way that our, I have to call it not our, our kind of lifestyle is, let's just say, um, very rarely in that mindset. And then the only time I normally get to do it is just after I've woken up or just before I go to bed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a cup of... and it's it's it's, most people will be like oh that's brilliant you can get to sleep i'm like yeah i don't have that problem anyway the the problem is is i wanted to work on the meditation and i fall asleep yeah yeah (laughs) i'm the same yeah i'm the same um and i think the the thing that i've liked most about the improving our health which is why i want to i'm going to keep it in but there are limits i think to some of the stuff that we can do now it's probably going to be replaced over the next kind of year with something else um is uh for me it's been the discussions that we've had over it Hmm. that to me is i think has been the biggest thing that we've had because we we've got quite a we've got quite a jovial podcast that was our aim is like you know if we can make one person smile in the world we've hey hey full full um robin williams like somebody got a little bit of joy from it fantastic but also, if we've discussed something on this podcast and gone, do you know what, it didn't work for us, there's there's almost a lot of pressure around kind of mental health. Like, you should be meditating, you should be journaling, you should be doing reading 10 pages of a book, you should be drinking loads of water. And if we go, yeah, we've tried that, if it sucks, <laughs> and, we, um, and it didn't work, it, hopefully, we, and, and the discussion that we had around it about what does work for us and what doesn't. Yeah, work. exactly. Yeah just enlighten one person yes. we've achieved something yeah or even if it takes the pressure off somebody that's maybe it can be ca- quite crippling if somebody's trying to do the right thing and and that doesn't help your mental health if you keep going down into the spiral because you think well i tried that i couldn't do it now i feel like a failure that's kind of fed into my into my despair um because yeah. i can't do it and and fed into my anxiety and you know it, it, it's just a vicious circle i think yeah yeah i think moving forward it's things for for me um it, it's going to be things like um eat just one mars bar not two yeah or you right? i mean I, sn- I sniggered i laughed but actually that's exactly right? what it is yeah eat eat 10 digestives instead of 20 20 yeah yeah and and I mean, you know, for me, obviously, the the four days a week exercise for me, that's uh, that that to me Damn is you my dumb. You do you're, you're smashing <laughs> yeah, that one. That's my. Uh, I, I mean, uh, what is it? We're on Thursday, so if I class my week starting on Monday, and I've already done the four days of exercise this week. Oh no, no, I've only done three because I did have Wednesday off. I normally get shouted that I don't have enough time off, um, uh, and I did have a sports massage uh, on Tuesday this week, and uh yeah it was lots of pain lots of pain but it, it that that to me exercise i almost sometimes have to remind myself to stop because it the endorphins become like a drug it's like yeah more 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 um and i have to tell myself to go home from the gym in the morning otherwise i'm gonna be late to work uh hopefully my manager listens to this can appreciate that i do try to get it on time and on time um but it's what works for you if I don't go to the gym for 
three, four days, or if I don't do something, you know, whether that's taekwondo, whether that's the gym, whether that's go for a run, whether that's go for a swim, whatever it is, if I don't do something after four days, I can, I can feel myself. And then, then you get into like a spiral where I'm like, I'm low and then I'll get lower because I'll be like, I can't be bothered to go. So then I get lower and then I can't be bothered to go. And I, once you, but once you get into the, the other way. Yeah, to, but look. And that works for me. All I'm going to say is as you're, as you're kind of going down that, that slippery slope, I'll be there right at the bottom going, come on, Dom. It's great down here. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. mate, it's great down here. Come on. Yeah. And I've don't got loads of wrong, biscuits a- and crisps. <laughs> Ah, no, no, don't say I don't eat the biscuits and the crisps. <laughs> <laughs> I just do a lot of exercise at the moment. Yeah. And, and interestingly, that was going to lead me on to one of the things that I think I know I personally struggle with, with the exercise, is, yay, social media, which you mentioned at the top. I don't look like any of the any of the people that, that are there. I don't have six-pack and chests are wide as Arnold Schwarzenegger. And... And uh, well, I watched Top Gun for the first time yesterday. I watched both yesterday. Um, why are they so sweaty in the first one? Um, <laughs> no, but the, the the thing is, I don't look like any of them when they're playing volleyball or or you need the, the sport. Instagram the sport. filters. That's what you need. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm pretty good with Photoshop. Maybe I should. Yeah, there just you Photoshop go, myself. Dom. You need to fast track body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so healthy for, <laughs> so yeah, good for our mental, everyone's mental health. It's it's funny because we talked about like the the civilization going backwards. Social media is definitely to me one of those things that went backwards. Hundred percent. It it's just it's a shocker. It's a killer. Um, and if it wasn't for the fact that it, it's interesting, if it wasn't for the fact that I have we have the podcast Instagram, <laughs> I would have deleted Instagram. Yeah. I think this year. Because it just—it's so toxic. I've nearly got rid of—I got rid of Twitter because that was because I was like, Elon Musk is buying this. I'm getting off of that. <laughs> yeah, quick, quick, very toot suit quick. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was those were the those were the good ones for me on improving our health um, and doing things like that. So. I kind of blanked a little bit. I've blanked. That's the first time I've ever done that. I've blanked on a podcast and how to like segue it into the next thing. Um, and I had something else in my mind. <laughs> Talking of topical events. <laughs> that wasn't seamless, was it? No. That <laughs> <laughs> just was not subtle. I'll get no, me coat. No, Ooh, get your coat. Um, I did want to mention, by the way, um, something that just I, I randomly thought of on this podcast and wanted to get your opinion. We're going to do one poignant question, which I've not written down, and I'm going to catch you completely by surprise by it, just because I was thinking about it, um, and because we're going to go on to a bit of a rant. And I met someone today that I would call that person this, but it's calling people who are let's say complainers, Karens. What do you think of that phrase? That's that's the question. Karens? Yeah, so if someone's like, the way that they do it is they go, uh, you know, you get that 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 mom on the soccer field that would be like, you can't say oh, myself. Oh, that's, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's like an, yeah. that's an American thing. It's interesting yeah, because all the Karens I've ever known and that I do know 
They're all lovely. So but I was going to say that that was because that was that was what came to my head. It came to my head yeah. when, we were talking, when I was talking about Kasha because the two the two, <laughs> two Karens that we work with, I put in the same category as like practically perfect. Yeah, they're beings. amazing. Um, yeah, um, so I don't get that. No, I, I don't get it. That's an American thing. Yeah. Let the Americans just deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was just. Oh. It was just. That was. That was the thing that was on my mind. I was like, uh, "How do I segue into that?" And I was like, "No, I'm just going to talk about it." Yeah. Just say, Let's point a question here. You go. I don't. I don't get that. Um, no. Yeah. For no, it doesn't. That doesn't work at all for me because it's like I say, all the Karens I've ever known and the Karens that I do know, um, yeah, they're, they're amazing. So it's. Uh, I know one person. I know one Karen who is pretty horrible, but that's not because she's called Karen. She's just a horrible person. <laughs> She could be called Deborah, Steve, Jerry, F- Fred, whatever. <laughs> the point being, but yes, it was just that it, it was that talking about practically perfect. And in fact, in fact, the, the, the Karen that you work closest with, I think I refer to her as Mary Poppins quite often. <laughs> yeah, she's a legend. <laughs> she's a legend. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. Um, yes. Um, Cool. So we've gone through the kind of the three main sections that we were going to do and in about the time I thought we were going to do it. Um, I want to, we've got one topical event which has affected me and <laughs> and I'm hoping, and I genuinely am hoping that it doesn't affect Jerry. Um, but it's going to be one of those things where I'm just going to get my, my, my rant boots on. Lace, um, lace so them up tight. Of, lace them up tight. They're slip-ons. Um, Oh, <laughs> rant espadrilles. I like it. <laughs> um, the topical event that we've got is just around the cancellation of flights that are going on at the moment. Which, So I was supposed to fly out to uh, the Netherlands to compete. Um, I am, considering I'm competing at a World Cup this year, I am lacking mat time. Um, I have not been on a tournament map for a little while and I'm missing another tournament uh, next week as well. Um, so really looking forward to going over. Haven't seen um, the Netherlands folks for, you know, thanks to COVID, nearly three years, I think now is the thing. Um, and yeah, so everybody else got the 6am flight and I'm thinking, oh, I do not want to get up at three o'clock in the morning to drive over to Bristol Airport for 4 a.m. to be able to check in for my flight at 6 a.m. to be in the Netherlands at 8 a.m. and then be like, well, what am I going to do from 8 a.m. till I go to bed at 10 p.m. that <laughs> night? It's, you know, a lovely country, but I was like, I need some sleep. Um, their flight was delayed by two hours, I think. Was it four hours? Something like that. Uh, it, it was a really long time that they were delayed. So my best mate who was on that flight, um, Aaron, who I've known for 26 years, when I rang him to tell him I wasn't coming, he was like, I'm really tired. And then they moved the flight. I could have stayed in bed. <laughs> That's awful. Um, but because I was the only one, the only one out of all the team members that was like, I'll get the 3 p.m. flight. And it gets me in for 5 p.m. Into, into the Netherlands. That's perfect. Um, they cancelled it. Uh, and then the earliest that they could get me out, they're like, we could fly you out Tuesday. And I was like, that's great. But my flight back is Monday and the tournament is Sunday. So that's not really good for this Saturday morning, is it? And it's not really um, a time traveling airline either, is it? No, no. Well, it, it's time traveling the wrong direction. <laughs> it seems to be going backwards. Yeah. Oh, 
again and it's similar to that I, i'm gonna you know my rant's gonna start kicking in now it's similar to like, like you know civilization like level one. six they have <laughs> like they're you know they're blaming you know the you know the short staff this is, is is the way that they're doing it we haven't got, but it's like you in this day and age we have so much data could it not taken you know no somebody with you know half a brain cell to look at that data and go hmm we might struggle to get all these flights out of this airport here because we won't have enough staff members to do that did not think about that like you know six months ago <laughs> permission to swear permission granted so these f- i might beep it the, these fuckwits that are responsible <laughs> for for making sure that the scheduling is done properly you have a plane you have like i don't know 10 planes and on each plane you've got let's say 150 seats right why would you take the equivalent of 20 planes worth of bookings <laughs> with each plane having 200 seats you fucking idiots because they just take the money and they don't give a shit so they just take all of the money and think, yeah, <laughs> we've got all this money. Yeah. yeah, we've taken all these bookings. Yeah, go on, take another booking. And then and then they just think, oh, well, yeah, actually, what difference does it make? Fuck it. We've had that money. It's been earning interest in our bank accounts for God knows how long. And now we just cancel the flights and we've made uh, 10 grand in interest. Ka-ching. And the stupid thing, the stupid thing is, so I, I'm very, I'm fortunate. I was... I am grateful on two levels. They let me know early enough I hadn't left yet. So I was still at home. So it wasn't like I was stood in the airport going and thinking, oh, for God's sake. Right? Um, so, I, I, you know, I immediately went on the website, double-checked. Yeah, okay, fine. Gave them a quick ring. And I thought I was going to be on the phone for hours. And I, was, I literally went straight through to an operator. I wasn't even, I wasn't even ready. And, it, you know, I was like, oh, wow, that, that's surprising that I got through. And I said, look, just want to double-check this flight's been cancelled yes i'm really sorry and then we went you know the earliest we can fly you out is tuesday do you still is that good enough i went unfortunately not you know um and said okay um i'll put through the refund for you now thank you and i went what about compensation because obviously i've lost money he said yep and directed me on the website to the compensation form so you know that's been done but that won't get uh, processed to the end of the month um and then the car parking the car parking was an interesting one because um, Bristol Airport turned around and said to me, "Right, we will we'll charge you five pound. That's it. When I when I cancel the book and this is we'll charge you five pound. I was like, hang on, you've already charged me the sixty five pound. Are you just going to charge me five pound on top to, pr- to <laughs> just cancel? I was like, yeah. yeah, there was no there was no information on the email that said you would get a refund. It just said we're charging you five pound. Uh, hang on a minute, they did refund me everything but five pound." And I have disputed that and gone, hang on a minute, you've cancelled the flight. <laughs> give me my, f- it's five pound, but give me the five pound. If you want your five pound back, go and speak to EasyJet who cancelled my flight, right? That, don't don't take it on the customer. Um, the, the silly thing is, is the maximum compensation you get for the trip that I have is 220 quid from EasyJet. That's the maximum. Um, which I'm like, if you're somebody that's booked flights to go like if you know you get a flight cancelled so in fact one of one of the karens that we're talking about she got over to both of them have actually i think recently have gone over to spain haven't they this this week on they both went to spain one went to barcelona one went to madrid so 
uh, Karen went to Barcelona. She's gone there and come back. Karen went to Madrid. She hasn't come back yet. Oh, she's due today. Um, but was due on Monday, I think. Um, and so she's, you know, spent extra money at the hotel, extra money to rebook flights unless they, you know, changed her. But there's talk of people online on the BBC booking like, a thousand pound flights to get home and things like that. And it's like, do you recover that money? Do you charge that? And then little things like, so, you know, she's lost two days holiday. Well, if you take her actual day rate that she would normally... Yeah, exactly. There's it's that like, as well. do I charge, do I charge, you know, them for my actual day rate and go, you know, this is my day rate. <laughs> you pay me back. It, it can't... It's not sustainable for EasyJet to work like that if everybody took you know, went, well, we need compensation and you need to charge my day rate. And and eventually they might go, maybe if we get our sums right, we'll stop losing money. I, I'm just staggered by this because what the fuck did they think was going to happen? What yeah. did they think was going to happen? We've been two years where we haven't been able to even leave our house and go for a piss or do anything. Why would you leave your house to go for a piss? I don't know. No one has outhouses <laughs> anymore. But... The, the point being that we haven't been able to do anything. We've literally been in, in, in curfew and martial law for the last two years. And all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden, it's like, okay, actually... Except for the politicians. Except for the politicians, of course, because they were living it. They were larging it. Um, yeah. And um, and then all of a sudden, we start, find ourselves in a position where it's like, oh, actually, we can, the restrictions have been lifted. We can travel. What, what did they think was going to happen? Of course people are going to book. And as those bookings are, are coming through, it's not like everybody's booked the flight the day before and like, all oh, that caught us unawares. Everybody's been booking holidays. And people that are saying, oh, well, you know, there's other sectors. They say, oh, you know, we, um, we're not doing as well as we did last year, you know, through COVID. Yeah, because people are spending money on holidays now. They're not spending their money on other things, which, you know, they everybody in the because there was a lack of being able to go away, thought, oh, okay, well, we'll get, I don't know, hot tubs or we'll we'll um, invest in our gardens or what. Yeah, that ain't happening now. Now it's gone back to a, yeah, holiday. And everybody yeah. wants to go away and get the hell away from this, this, this the, the pissing rain that we've had in the last two weeks. <laughs> oh, the right? Been it's been a shocker. Right, it's just, it? just shit. It's, it's June. What are you doing, Britain? Yeah, because everybody was talking themselves into, oh, you know, it's nice to do a staycation. Now that you can travel, people are like, fuck staycation. <laughs> I'm not staying in this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in this pissing rain, I'm off. I'm, I'm going to yeah. Spain. Viva la España. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. what did they think was going to happen? And, and they, you know, and this is where, so I'll have to rein my rant in now because this is where my... How do I call it? It's like my social side comes into it and how, right, people, let's fix the world, right? Because for starters, you know, <laughs> I am tired of uh, a very conservative-led thought process around money, politics, and everything like that, right? It is scientifically proven that paying people a living wage that they can survive, that they can thrive on, not survive on, that they can thrive on, improves mental health, social equality, um, and it raises the GP, you know, the, 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 you know, the 
growth of the country and everything like that cutting does not cutting does is the wrong thing to do so be, the reason why you know the, the the airline companies say we're understaffed it's like yes because the wages that you pay do not match inflation so nobody wants to come and work here right the actual like being as working in an airline place i'd imagine it's pretty rubbish like i would not want to be somebody that's on a complaints desk within an airport <laughs> right now no. They they are like, you know, and they're probably paid like, you know, whatever the minimum wage is for the hours that they're there. And then they have to work like 12 hours a day to keep up with everything. Whereas the EasyJet CEO took a bonus of 735,000 last year. Like what? That makes no sense. Like this this the money equality needs to be solved and people need to be paid a fair living wage because it would solve all of that and then people will come and want to work there isn't a there isn't an employment shortage there is a company morale shortage on how they pay people um and and that's the problem love it and if you can't and if you can't then fulfill that you then you you put on less flights there'll be less flights there'll be more demand for that so in theory you can charge more which will bump your profits anyway but then if, if you charge if you you can but then you can bring the prices down when you can then put more on when you get the staff in if you pay the staff amount and you know it's little things like people go oh you know petrol prices have gone through the roof right and and it's you know it i might as well fill my car up with gold to be honest it's probably cheaper um liquid gold in fact it'd be cheaper to run my engine on liquid gold replace the engine rather than fill it up with some fuel at the moment the the point being right that's fine, right? Petrol prices have gone up. Then why are the petrol companies making record profits? The the problem is at the moment is companies are not willing to take a risk. They are moving all of the risk onto their customers. Idiot here that has to buy petrol every two weeks. Idiot there that's decided that they want to go abroad. They are taking the risk. Oh, look. And, w- until, w- and until somebody then is held accountable for that you're never going to get that kind of back into that you it's, you've got right to the heart of it they're taking us for mugs and they're taking the piss yeah. out of us because they can get away with it because nobody's held accountable for it it's like as i was reading the article earlier on and now now for the first time on average it costs it's we've just reached the tipping point of it's cost more than 100 quid to fill up a car yeah. the average car and um and they said that the even though the government's uh, put on the five p, took a five p levy off the um, off fuel tax, that hasn't been passed on to any of the consumers. But the funny thing is that they're saying, "Oh, we need to look into this to make sure that the companies are actually passing on these savings to the customer." Of course, they're not. I can tell you that it's so stupid. It's so stupid yeah. that companies are thinking, oh, excellent. It, they're taking, um, they're giving us basically uh, 5p a litre leeway in terms of tax. So that's extra revenue for us. So we'll just keep the prices the same. The difference is no one's going to know because no one's being held accountable for it. Yeah. So, uh, literally, the n- most recent article was the Wizz Air um, CEO, or is this chief executive? I'm assuming it's CEO. Uh, should said st- staff should go the extra mile when tired so the airline could avoid cancelling flights. No, 
You <laughs> should be in the airport with those people doing the same shift that they are. Yeah. I get that as a CEO, you have had to work some hard days to get to the position that you're at. But damn it, when your company's in crisis, you should not be taking a £735,000 bonus uh, to do that. Uh, that's madness. That makes absolutely no sense. If if a company is not making a profit, then it's then it's it's board and its executives should not make a should lose money because they clearly are doing something wrong, right? That that to me it just it's so logical. I don't understand why it's not a thing, but it just isn't a thing. No company works like that. The the risk is always pushed on either to the employees yeah. or the customers of your business, yeah. and that and it makes no sense uh and 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 it's why i knew that the the you know the cancellation of flights it sucks right i was fortunate that i've been able to get my money back and i'm fortunate that i earn a wage that i'm not worried about the money that i've spent i am going to make sure that i get the full compensation that i possibly can get from easyjet because i can and you know not much of my time was wasted if i was somebody that got stuck out there and had to use extra days holiday i'd be charging them my day rate damn right I'd be charging them a day oh, rate, right. plus tax and expenses and things like that. I'm mean, like, you know, yeah, it's it's just it's it's madness. And my biggest worry is going to be, you know, the summer. Like, what the heck is going to happen in the summer? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. If you're going away in the summer. Or you're going away before, aren't you? Next next Wednesday. You're going next Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, half term should have calmed down though. I then so yeah and i uh, so nervous about this and interesting that's the that's a problem right because you're stressed about going on holiday how ridiculous i know yeah it is it is absolutely ridiculous (laughs) how mad is that um so i'm flying next uh, saturday because i'm off to germany we should be at look Fingers crossed, we should be all right, Dom. Yeah, yeah, we're outside. Because I think they said it was for this half term. Mm. Um, it was they were at levels which just twenty nine percent more uh, higher in terms of demand than pre COVID. Yes, um, which they weren't anticipating because, of course, you know that if you're getting paid, I don't know how much how many hundreds of thousands or millions a year why would you anticipate something as logical as uh oh there's going to be lots of demand this year i don't understand how you could do that though right somebody said to me that it was complicated and i was like well it can't be because an airplane has a set number of seats yeah you set the timetable of when flights go in and out yeah and the airline and the airport must have a set capacity of number planes that can go off Uh, yeah (laughs) you 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 look at the maximum number of potential passengers. Can, like, so if, you, if every single seat was booked, <laughs> that's what you prepare for. Yeah. Surely. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. The fact, the fact that nobody gets pulled up on it and nobody's held accountable for it is just insane. They're all in on it, Dom. Honestly, uh, the, the, as each year passes, the older I get, the more bitter and cynical and just uh, I, I get and, and the more pathetic I see everything for the way, for, for how pathetic mm. it actually is. It is pathetic. There are people, yeah. there are a handful of people making shed loads of money out of this. Um, 
and and you know what it's tax revenue for the government as well so they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything they they couldn't care yeah. less if they tried so you know the whole thing is just a joke it's it a joke absolute joke so oh well right rant over rant over so uh what's that hour and a half podcast not bad not think, not bad. bad not three bad so yeah <laughs> I, I kind of enjoyed this quicker fire one for us um just to kind of review what we've done um i, I this year is uh, this year i think has been hard for both of us like based on what we've been talking about the world has, has not been a great place when we started this in covid um in one of the lockdowns in COVID, God, was it really? Were we really still in lockdown? Yeah, we were. In Probably lockdown. were, weren't yeah, we? I think we were. Um, you know, we've now been, we've both been to an office at least. Um, you know, there's a few more things. I've now been abroad. I've done a few things like that, and but it's still there. It's still a nervousness in the back of my mind. Um, we obviously now have a war going on. We've got risk of recession, country not growing, and you know the the world is very tiring. But I have to admit that this podcast for the last year has definitely kept me going, um, and improved me as a human in some respects. You know, we've I've spoken, I've got to spoken to some you know Jerry who, when we talk about per, you know perfect people, Jerry, you are up there. Oh, thank um, you, Tom. You are too. And it it's. You know, we've got this time that we can just... It's just us two talking sometimes utter nonsense <laughs> together. And that that's all Complete it matters. And we've <laughs> we've laughed, we've ranted, yeah. and we've put the world to the rights. Yeah. Complete cod's wallop. Um, and, 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 and we've loved this year. So um, we aren't going to stop the podcasts at all. We're, uh, uh, it was very good to look back on what we've done. Um, we've got some good plans coming up. So we've got some really good guests lined up and... I've uh, got got some some real humdingers to talk about, so absolutely looking forward to to this next year. Uh, Jerry, for this one, give us your final thoughts. Stop overbooking. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's my thought of the day. <laughs> Let supply <laughs> meet demand. Yes. There you go. X equals Y. There you go. That was brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> X equals Y. That's my thought. Oh, thought of the day. But so perfectly Love put, it. Dom. Thank you. Yeah, you're you're, you're spot on. This um, it it it's been a life changing thing for me. I have to say, I, I, I'm not saying that in a melodramatic way. It it it's that. It's that thing that I always wanted to do. That creative thing that I wanted to it's a legacy thing I'm so glad mm. we're doing it it's amazing yeah. yeah if nobody listened to this podcast we still would probably do yeah, it yeah of course <laughs> it's just us two talking that's how we roll thank you very much for watching listening uh, commenting taking part however however it is um, sending me abuse on whatsapp <laughs> whatever needs to be um, to every, all the folks um, again, thank you so much to Jerry for being the, a wonderful co-host um, and putting up with my rants today. <laughs> thank um, you, Dom. Uh, we shall uh, we shall leave that here, and we shall catch you on the next one, folks. Looking forward to it. Take care, everybody.